Poddiva. This is Poddiva. If you're an LGBTQIA plus woman or non-binary person, this is your weekly podcast. I'm Rachel Shelley and you might know me as Helena Peabody on The L Word. Over here on Poddiva, we can't get enough of the brilliant Golda Rochevelle. And nor can anyone else, it seems, with Netflix giving her her own spin-off show. Queen Charlotte has ascended from TV's Bridgerton to a whole other realm over which she reigns supreme. In this quick catch-up, Golda talks to Diva's editorial assistant, Krista McKenzie, about the power of silence, diversity in casting, and those pesky Pomeranians having the time of their lives. And when you finish listening to this podcast, go out and grab yourself a copy of Diva magazine to hear more about all things LGBTQIA+. Well, thank you for taking the time. Most welcome. (laughs) So my first question is, what was the most exciting aspect of showing Queen Charlotte's backstory? The most exciting aspect? You know, you do the work of of an actor and you build a character and you put it out there and you hope that people like it. But, you know, to be able to have a a spin-off done about the character that you play, I mean, that's like... It's thrilling, thrilling. Yeah, to kind of do a deep dive into this character, Mm. to kind of see a little bit more of the stuff we see in Bridgerton, you know, that kind of private side of her was really, really joyous to play, you know, and I think Queen Charlotte really kind of taps into the private, the mother, Mm. the human, the lover, the wife, um, and all the kind of complexities that go along with that. Yeah, I agree 100%. I feel like it shows how much the audience just kind of loves your character and how much they want to know more. Yes, yes, very cool. (laughs) It's very good to see. So did understanding Charlotte's backstory then help you to understand your character more like did it help the way with you how you perceived her yeah that's that's an interesting question so you know I had the backstory in Bridgerton mm. of a family husband children all of that kind of stuff Queen Charlotte gave me my physical sh- children So it really, now I know the faces of my children. So it really kind of emphasised the physical that related and connected to the imagination that I had in Bridgerton. So that layer is really interesting to have. It just like impacts and puffs her out a little bit more and puffs me out a little bit more because I have some more stuff to play with. You know, and in Queen Charlotte, obviously, we have, you know, scenes with the children and there's a whole dynamic (laughs) and really weird kind of amazing relationship (laughs) that she has with the kids, you know. So, yeah, it kind of adds a little bit more, but it was always there. So do you think it didn't change how you performed it that that much then? Kind of, but it always... It's always different when you have somebody in the room. Yeah. You know, this interview is different because we're in the room. Mm. It's going to be different to, you know, when I do Zoom and virtual stuff. So having them in the room, I think, really enriches her and the surroundings. But, yeah, they, they have always been there. But there yes. is a richness that happens. I love that. So what's your favourite couple in the ton? My favourite couple in the ton. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I suppose they are the Bridgertons and 
they're all the Chon as well. I thought you meant the other the things. So hang on a minute, hang on a minute. My favourite <laughs> couple in the Chon. Let me think, let me think, let me think. Can I say myself and Brimsley? <laughs> yes, you can. Like, we're a badass double act. <laughs> we are a badass double act. I love that answer. Yeah. You, it, the connection Me between and my you friend. Two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant, thank you. So one thing that really struck me in the spin-off is seeing how most of Charlotte's feelings were portrayed through her silences as she got old, older. Great. Like I feel like when she was young, she was very outspoken and loud, and she was still outspoken as the queen, but she just became more queen-less person. Oh, yeah, I know what you're saying, I know what you're saying. And, and I think that comes from her being unapologetic mm. and being confident of who she is. We all grow in confidence as we get older, don't we? Yeah. And when we're younger, it's all about placing ourselves in the world. It's all about not necessarily the fight to acquire ourself and our confidence. You learn, don't you, as you get older, that you may not have to stand or speak all the time. Mm. Listening and seeing is really important as well. I know for me, as Golda, yeah. I've definitely learned that silence is really powerful. To be the observer yeah. is really powerful. You know, with Charlotte, it's very powerful, but she uses it as well for naughtiness. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? She used, there's a wicked sense yeah. to her observation, um, yes. which I think is really great. But yeah, that kind of silence and observation becomes more useful, maybe, as you get older. I get what you mean. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I was thinking about that scene where... She asks Brim Brimsley why why he thinks her daughters didn't get married, and when she it's a great scene. It's a great scene, and like her realization, just knowing that she ha has to sit with the feeling, I feel like it's very needed when you get older. Like you can't just yeah. lash out all the time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it takes it takes a confident person to be able to do that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And Charlotte is very confident in herself even in the messy parts. Mm. To be unapologetic in the messy parts, I think is really important for this character. I think it's because she kind of has to be with like her husband, the king. Like she can't not be confident. She can't show weakness yeah, at all. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, that's brilliant. Agreed. So it was really great to meet some queer characters in the spin-off. Yeah. Um, what do you hope viewers take away from this representation? Part Diva. Part Diva. I think a kind of sense that we all are here, you know, it's the same, it's the same reaction as I get with diversity, inclusion, sexuality, female empowerment. Those conversations, I think I, I'm very privileged to be in a situation where I can be in a period drama and those conversations are talked about, mm. you know, through storytelling. I think it's a really interesting platform to discuss those possibly difficult situations for some people and difficult topics for some people. And if, I think if you take the heat out of it a little bit 
and present these characters that are relatable, mm. that seem to be just like me and you, but maybe love a person of the same sex. Mm -hmm. That that opens up a world where people can exist as one community. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That it's not so them and us. That it's more people lean forward into it and want to know more about it because they see a relationship with it that they also have, you know? That's a that great answer. That's that's your question, yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great answer, thank you. Do you believe that the success of Bridgerton might encourage more period dramas to bring more inclusion into their stories? Yeah, I think it already has. I'm seeing that, that happen. And I think not only for period dramas, we should have it in sci-fi, in horror, in rom-coms, in fantasy, you know, that we start seeing people of colour in roles, you know, all over the place. And, and the fact that what I want to see is that it not be explained. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're just there, living their lives, loving, hating, you know, being happy, being sad, being sexy, <laughs> wearing amazing, wonderful costumes and wigs and all of that stuff. Yes. That it's just there. They're, the stories are out there to be told. Yes, of course. That's what I love about Bridgerton. Like, you just get people from different races and all different genders just We're all there gossiping, just mucking talking. around together you know <laughs> yeah and it reflects the world that we're living in yes of course who would you say is the character that you have the most sympathy for now we're talking bridgerton and queen charlotte or just queen charlotte both mm. both yeah 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 the most sympathy for oh god god maybe the pomeranians <laughs> probably the dogs <laughs> They you know do I mean? get bullied a lot. Oh my god. <laughs> Never work with children and animals, believe me. They peed on me once. Oh, that's that's horrible. Yeah. Have you seen Queen Charlotte yet? Yes, I have. You know the Christmas tree scene? Yes. Yeah. Four of them peed on me. Oh. Oh, that's horrible. So, uh, <laughs> I should say I have no sympathy for them. They're having the time of their lives. They are having the time <laughs> of their lives. Yeah, they are. They're beautiful. I love them. They're, they're such characters, those dogs. <laughs> they should have a spin-off. That would be great That to would see. be, yeah. <laughs> That'd be a really cool, actually, like a cartoon kind of spin-off. Queen Charlotte's Pomeranians. Brilliant. <laughs> anyway, I diverse. Ask your questions. I just have two more questions. Yes. Um, do you have a specific routine for getting into character as Queen Charlotte? Uh, no, but... Putting on the costume is the thing because it takes about two and a half hours to get ready, right? That makes sense. <laughs> so, and there are different stages of that in terms of physical stages. And that's why it takes so long because uh, I, I have one place where I do all the makeup and stuff like that and I can't get ready in the trailer with the costume. So I have to be driven to set to then get in a easy up, to then do all the costume bits, to then do the wig. So there's loads of different kinds of being shunted around everywhere. And then, you know, the creation happens. So within that two hours, she is coming to life. Mm. When, when I finally see her done, the last pearl is put on necklace and she arrives, that's here. that's when she yeah that's when she's here and then I walk to set and 
yeah, it's she's she's so funny. She's created, <laughs> yeah. She's her own entity now. Yeah. You know, I've been with her for about four years and she she has come to life um in her own way. So which is quite fascinating. And I don't know when I should speak to somebody who's done like a long time character, whether that character kind of takes over and <laughs> you know, kind of has their own journey, and you're just there, like facilitating, you know, yeah. being the being the vessel, you know. Yeah, yeah. But she definitely, and I think quite rightly so. That's Charlotte through and through. She's like, it's my turn now. Yeah. Yeah, I like that she takes up space. She, she does. Should. Yeah, she does. She yes, she does. <laughs> she does. I get whittled down I'm like this little tiny meat person. She's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that for you. I'm very happy. Thank you. That. I love it for me too, actually. I love it for me too. Well, is there anything else you'd like to cover that we haven't touched on? No, I don't think so. I've had a very lovely time. Thank you very Great, much. So have I. It was lovely to meet you. You too, my love. Brilliant. Yeah, I like that. Thank you very much. Thank you. Pod Diva. Thank you for listening to Pod Diva in association with Diva Magazine, the world's leading brand for LGBTQIA plus women and non-binary people. Every week we bring you new interviews from a vast range of fabulous people, celebrating and amplifying the voices of the LGBTQIA plus community. Browse our extensive back catalogue of episodes to find your favourites, from Jennifer Beals to Abby Jacobson. It's like one gorgeous glossy magazine in your ear. Please share, rate or review us. It really does help. You can find us on Acast or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can email me at editorial at diva-magazine.com. Pod Diva. Queers for your ears. Pod Diva. Pod Diva.